If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello, guys. Welcome back to Do We Know Them, the podcast where you get all of your internet drama information from, for better or for worse. I'm Jesse Smiles. And I'm Lily Marston. And I know we say this every episode, but we made it to episode eight. That's amazing. That's two months. Cheers. Cheers. Wait, we did a little heavy last time. Just keep it. Yeah, just just slightly. Just right there. Right there. Okay. Cheers. (laughs) <laughs> we got a good episode for you guys today. Lots of topics to talk about. The lineup is great. Not much like Death Sorry, sorry. Okay, go. I got distracted. I don't I, the pineapple's not good. This video is not sponsored by Truly. No. Sorry, go on. We got a pretty good mishmash of topics to talk about today. And we have notes (laughs) and lots of them, guys. We're going to be talking about the Deaf Noodles roast. And I just want to address really quick. We know we've been talking about him a lot. Okay, we we understand. I mean, honestly, we've been talking about all the things that we're going to talk about in this episode a lot. But, you know. Well, what are we uh, supposed to do? Okay. I mean, more keeps happening. We need to update you guys. Yeah. And I'm noticing after having this show that's like an internet drama show, tends to be the same people involved in internet drama over and over and over again, which is like, I guess it's is like just cycles. How it goes. So mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about the Deaf Noodles roast. As you can see, we're a little delayed in talking about topics due to the fact of how we film. Like we film on Tuesdays or Mondays and we don't post until Sunday. So we'll film like updates. I'm sure there'll be more Deaf Noodles updates before we post this. There always is. But right before we posted our last episode, so we posted on a Monday. We were a little late. Deaf Noodles had his roast on Friday. So lots to talk about, but we didn't have a chance to, you know, film. But we're doing it today. Honestly, we would have done an update probably, but uh, it was Jesse's birthday weekend if you missed that in the last episode. So <laughs> she was a little busy, but she was still editing. Guys, this situation it took a while it did but thank you so much for the positive feedback it was really validating you guys love the new background you say it's so much easier on your eyes and that's exactly what we wanted so we're so happy that you guys love it and the neon sign lily what the fuck like literally lily has completely made the vision that i had in my head i was like god that would be amazing if we could do that you made it happen you're like a wizard honestly i send her stuff and she's like how did you do that and i'm like i don't know Lily just blacks out and then produces amazing things. Anyway, um, yes. wait, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Thank Death you guys. Noodles. No, no. I was going to talk about my birthday. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much, by the way, for the birthday wishes. You guys were so sweet. And you know me. I ate that shit up. That was beautiful. And it was it was just an awesome weekend. I got to spend it with my family on the beach. Unfortunately, didn't actually come back looking like J-Lo. I wore a lot of SPF and I hid under a cabana. Yeah. Yeah, you don't look very tan. Anyway, I don't look like J-Lo, but I did have a really fun time. And I want to thank you guys so much for the birthday wishes. And you guys, we hit 20,000 subscribers. We did. Oh my God. Actually, we're celebrating a few milestones. Yeah. First, that just we made it to episode eight. That seems like a milestone to celebrate. Then also 20,000 subscribers. And then... Guys, guys, oh my God. Do you want to tell them or should I? I don't know. I'm so excited. We got our first sponsorship. Guys, this video is sponsored by Adam and Eve. Not just any sponsorship. We manifested this. Yes, we actually did manifest this in episode six. We're here to please you. We are. 
Uh, we're we're big people, please. Damn, that would have been a good leeway, like into like an Adam and Eve sponsorship, but we haven't been sponsored yet. How do we get that though? Like, can... I don't know. We said that it would be amazing to have an Adam and Eve sponsor, and boom, here we are. If you don't already know, I'm sure you do, but Adam and Eve is an amazing and discreet adult online store that has a ton of options for you guys to spice up your life. If you know what I mean. And right now, if you go to adamandeve.com and use the code DWKT, for do we know them? Mm-hmm. You get 50% off one item and free shipping to the US and Canada. So if you've been thinking about wanting to treat yourself, now is the time. If you guys use our code, it really helps out this channel so much. So thank you to anybody that uses it. And thank you so much to Adam and Eve for being the first ever sponsor on this channel. What is happening, this, Lily? Just, this is a moment that's going down in history right next to Tough Noodles Roast. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I literally texted Lily like, oh my God. God, you're not gonna believe this. Adam and he wants to sponsor us. Like, we couldn't believe it. We're so excited about just the podcast in general, the fact that you guys are loving it so much. We are just excited so about excited. every aspect of this channel. So thank you guys so much for being here and for being a part of this monumental moment of us getting Cheers sponsored to by you. Adam and Eve. Cheers. Shall we just dive in? <sighs> we shall, Lily. And we have multiple topics that we're gonna talk about. Turns out, um, discussing this roast maybe took a little longer than anticipated, and now we decided that it's going to be its own bonus episode. I mean, honestly, this is a positive for you guys, because now you get two episodes this week. Yeah, we didn't want, like, an episode where we're talking about other topics to be, like, consumed by Dennis, and we're just like, you know what, let's just split it up. So we will see you on Sunday with our regular scheduled internet drama episode, and this episode is just going to be entirely on the Dennis roast. I'm sorry, there's so much to cover. Full disclosure, we got drunk and talked about it too much couldn't stop and now this is where we are so um what is this what keep watching i hope you enjoy <laughs> we've got so much to say if you saw our notes right now you would throw up i would also like to point out that you i feel like we're getting a little like my deaf noodles meter is getting too like i don't want to talk about it anymore hmm, how the okay, turntables okay. have turned hold on <laughs> hold your horses i was tapped out with hearing about dennis i have to admit But that was when we were like speculating about his age and it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was really like repetitive and like I just didn't care anymore. The roast sent you over the edge. Oh bitch, that roast revived me. (laughs) That roast, I literally was wide awake. It was so late. I was so tired. We were, we had been at the beach that day. I was like so over life. And when that roast came on, I came alive. It was amazing. It was the best thing I've ever seen. And we had so much to talk about on text. Like Lily was texting. <laughs> I wish you guys could live text with us when this was happening or just when anything about Dennis comes up, me and Lily be going in. Well, because also I know no one else is reading it. Can I do a trigger warning? Trigger warning, extreme cringe, painful to the joints and bone. You may not make it through this video. It is so bad. Like I, there is cringe and then there's Deaf Noodles roast battle. There's so many moments. That I'm like, maybe this whole thing is just this weird performance art. Like I brought up, and I don't even remember exactly what he did, but Joaquin Phoenix did something where I think he like said he was quitting acting to become a rapper. And he like went on this whole media tour and did all this stuff. And it ended up like he was trolling everyone. Oh, I don't believe Dennis... Is that good of an actor? Absolutely not. He so, because everything is so confusing at this point because it's so cringy and bad that I'm like, well, it has to not be like he has to be troll. No, I really don't think I he know. is. I know. I, I've had the same thoughts, Lily. I can't even lie. I've I've been like, there is just no way. And how has he fallen so quickly? I, I just keep saying that, but it's just the truth. But guys, 
Things have gotten so much worse. As you know, we've been telling you that Dennis has been making video after video, tweet after tweet, trying to sell tickets to his roast. He was like, guys, anybody, can you hear me? Please come to my roast. Finally, he did sell out. And then on August 19th, the day of my dog's birthday, Hershey, Dennis did his roast and history was made for better or for worse. Guys, this roast, I'm sure you've heard about it because it became infamous, which Dennis is super proud of. We'll get into that in a second. But it actually... So many impressions. <laughs> it could not. Like, I think I texted you saying like, you can't even make this shit up better than it happened. I, like, you couldn't... Like, Lily did hope it bombed. Like, Lily was like, please, like, I really do want this to go horrible because it'll be so funny. But it went way worse than Lily could have imagined. Like, it was just perfect. To clarify... It wasn't that I wanted Dennis to fail. It was that I more was like, it would be validating to be right about all of this. Because right. I said in the beginning, logistics were the first thing on my mind. Because I was like, this is going to be a disaster. He can't even put on his normal show. How the fuck is he going to do a live show? That's not like an easy thing. Yep. And he doesn't seem very competent. But oh my God, things went so much worse than I thought because yeah. I only talked about the logistics. I don't think my brain even got to the comedy part and I don't think the show did either, to be well, honest. And you were pointing out and we pointed out in our last episode that, you know, technically we started seeing flaws in his videos on his main channel. So we were really doubting that he could put on a show like technically, you know, with a camera, with audio. And I just had to say, are we psychic? Honestly, I feel like I foreshadowed a lot of this. Literally. Okay, well, we're going to get into it, guys. This is, I'm sure you've seen a lot of it, but we got to see it again. It's so good. It's literally, I had to sit through it to do timestamps and I just, I kept buckling. Like, it's so, it's. But also, like, I don't know what's worse to me. Like, what gets me so, like, what are you doing more? Was it the roast or is it his defense of the roast afterwards? We're going to be talking about both. We are. And I love how we've just gotten progressively, like, we don't give a fuck anymore about being mean to that noodle. Like, when you look at the first like episode think- I ever mentioned him, I was like, no, like, no big deal. You, now I'm like, you cut Dennis, out my rant. Fuck? I did. I cut out your rant. But I didn't want to be mean. However, this is a person, and we just have to say it like it is. This is a man who will never learn because he's surrounded by people who blow smoke up his ass for God knows what reason. If Dennis can look in the mirror and genuinely think, I am a comic, there is no helping him. And that is just the truth of the matter. You know, there's just some people where you're like, okay, I guess that's just the life you're going to live. That's Dennis. So I'm just going to say it how it is because he doesn't care anyway. Well, and to that, a lot of people might be like, then why are you talking about it? Why don't you just ignore it? Guys, honestly, we can't look away. No, no, it's- no, no. I honestly don't understand that because my question is, do you guys know where you are? This is a podcast about internet drama. When you come here, I mean, comment all you want. Okay, I'm not Dennis. You can do whatever you want. But like, literally, I just don't get it because I'm like, yeah, we are going to comment on things that we like or don't like because that's the point of the show. <laughs> I don't know, like how else to say it. We have gone way too long without getting into yeah, the roast. Let's, let's get, just do yeah, it. I'm okay. sorry. Okay, so one thing that we have to... So... <laughs> So one thing, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm already a little, I'm a little bit tipsy. And just thinking about this is actually making me like, I cannot handle it. Okay, Jesse, you have a job. So on the night of the roast, if you were there and you were watching live, you would have seen. You had a great time, apparently. <laughs> you would have seen. And I, the only proof I have of this is that I texted Lily about it. Okay, there is no evidence about it anymore online. But the only proof I have about it is I saw it with my own two eyes. The video, like the stream as it was happening, was titled Addison Ray's dad. Or like it was titled the name of his stream before the roast. Maybe not a big deal, but it was funny. But also, didn't 
it not start for like the live stream was live for like a good 30 minutes before that is correct happened? 27 minutes it was literally just the audience if you can call it the audience i've had more people in my house for a barbecue but he had an audience supposedly and for 27 minutes it was just the audience sitting there picking their boogers like nobody knew what to do with their life i would also like to remind everyone that he keeps referring to this as a comedy club but this this is a retail space and then he even said it used to be like an amp store so you can see even i'm pretty sure where people are sitting i think it's like the walk into the store like there would be like amps on display where people are sitting and also when he like opens the back door of of his stage like you see his other office space so this is an office space that was converted into a comedy club and I just want to say something before we get further into it because everyone wants to like just be like you guys are being negative you guys are being mean listen I am all for chasing your dreams he's very adamant that this is his dream and that's okay and I mean that like sincerely I'm not being funny like yeah yeah, chase your dreams whatever this is objectively a disaster and and I have to say that because there's so many issues with creating a comedy club out of a retail office space which now we'll get into it but now that he plans on selling alcohol out of like we're talking illegal situations that are going to arise from this and we have to talk about that and we have to comment on like what the fuck is going on it's not to destroy his dreams first of all when you're on a public platform and you put yourself out there we say this all the time people are going to talk about it that's what you want right you say that's what you want and you have to be extra careful and extra responsible with what you're doing and what you're promoting on your platform and you are again Mm -hmm. I find it odd that like this was my main criticism when he announced it and I was like so confused why no one else was talking about the like zoning aspects of like it's not an event space you're not supposed to have events there if you want to have some people in your office that's fine but you're selling tickets well actually like you're making this like a he says that he has to end the show because his landlord's gonna kill him I just gotta you know start shutting everything down otherwise my landlord is gonna lose it that part I why is that not being talked about more I feel like people are not understanding that what he's doing is potentially illegal the first 27 minutes as we said were dead silent yes just people just sitting there it was awkward to watch anyway that's now cut out of the live stream the projector that was projecting like the the graphics for the evening it wasn't like they had made some stuff like graphics and made it full screen it was literally just the computer and also it wasn't even fully on the screen it was like half off the screen so like that's not even like oh i'm not that good with tech no you just need eyes after the crowd had been waiting for you know like that tension that builds up in a show so they had that right they were they, they were like what's gonna happen finally the show begins so you hear the music just blasting horribly then it just stops and all of a sudden his mic is off which okay things go wrong let's continue wait will you turn i can't really hear it anymore no well you can't hear anything Ooh, what's happening? The feedback. You can't hear anything even if you were in this room because it's literally just him like mumbling because the microphone's off. Oh, oh, it's because, got it. I thought you would turn it off. No, it's on my computer. Yeah, he's just like mumbling. Oh, there go the lights. Wrong lights, he says, but you can barely hear it. It's still quiet, right? Oh my God. Yeah, it's still quiet. And the projector is just like going up, but it's still projecting. Okay. And there go the lights. I have a question. I know I've thought this numerous times and I've probably expressed it to you over text, but I don't think I've said it on the podcast. And I'd like Mm -hmm. to know if there's any opinions in the comments. What's the window for? What window? (laughs) Next to the set centerpiece, the deaf noodles side, the black window. Thing to the right? The large black square on the wall. 
That's a window. I don't know. What what else would it be? Well, when they pull back the curtains, so like multiple times throughout the show, they like pull the curtains to the side and they could see in the back. And it just looks so like, you so know, those like... W- it's a window. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like those like when you order food, like out of a food truck. So a window? <laughs> I guess that would still be a window. <laughs> no, love that. Um, They could have maybe made it an actual window. Now, I do have like an issue with like right behind the door of that you know, the legendary wall he built by himself with his own two hands. I do have an issue with that being so close to like, that's the green room. Like that's where people prepare to come out on stage. And it's just separated by like the thinnest sheet of like wallpaper and like a fabric curtain. If that's going to be the main route that you take from the green room to the stage, maybe don't have a projector screen that hangs over it. They'll have like three people on it at a time and you'll well, just yeah, well, start again. Yeah, we're, Dennis yeah, hosts so. it, but also he like remains on stage. Oh, 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 sister, we're getting into all of it. Okay, so right now you can't hear him because the mic is off. So I then, keep thinking you just turned no. it down on your... You hear? There we go. That's when the yeah. mic turned off. So finally he gets the mic fixed. Then we get into the roast. The interesting thing that we come to find out about this roast is that all of these comics met each other this day, the majority of them. So the majority of them who roasted each other didn't even know each other before they did this roast. Also, I would like to bring up, which again, of course, Dennis defends in his podcasts after Mm -hmm. the fact, but when I think of a roast, I think of like the Comedy Central ones where there's right. a podium and then all the comics like sit in chairs to the side and one person goes at a time and they'll roast the people there. But they're also like there's a person to be roasted. Right. So I think I kind of assumed that it was going to be that standard format that most roasts are done in, which also Lily, the comics our- prepare jokes ahead of time for. That's. Um, that's GMO comedy. (laughs) And I don't know if you know that, but that's what that is. So there is the Comedy Central roast, of course. Uh But there's also the wild and out type of, you know, roast. Like where it's off the cuff. You know, maybe they know each other. Maybe they don't. But those those people tend to be really good. (laughs) I don't doubt that this... Could work. Could work. I think I said this in my uh, initial rant that you cut out when we were still trying to be nice. It could be funny. Yeah. If... You're funny. Right, 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 right. This type of format really, and okay, again, obviously we're not fans of it, but this type of format really does take really, really talented people in the world of improv and comedy because when you're being shot at, right? Like someone's, not literally, but like when someone's like coming at you with a bunch of insults, number one, you have your like human reaction to be really defensive, but then you have to have your like, okay, let's make this into like a a funny dynamic. And also that it's all appearance based. Okay. Because they don't know each other. But so Wild and Out is a perfect example of this because yes, they do go for appearance a lot on Wild and Out because when you don't know someone that is pretty much all you have to go off of you don't know their personality you don't know their quirks you don't know really anything else to go off of to roast them on like if me and lily were roasting each other we have like a thousand things to go off because we've known each other for so long but these people see each other for one day and that's all they have so they immediately go for the appearance now that's fine appearance based comedy is a thing um but it gets really fucking awkward really fucking quick now there were some moments in this roast where i was like that was okay. That wasn't that bad. Like that what joke. Moments? Well, I'll get into that. But there were some moments where I was like, okay, that, that comic, I see where they were going or whatever. But more often than not, it was kind of like, what? There has never been not one second of any day that I have lived 
where I have been like, oh my God, like I could see how Dennis is funny. I don't think I've ever heard him tell a joke. I actually want to discuss something that we haven't talked about. One of the things that I've noticed about Dennis, mostly on the podcast because he's not reading from a teleprompter. And in general, it's just when he's interacting with people that we've already said his improv skills are definitely lacking severely. No, no, it's not just lacking. It is the worst improv skills I've ever seen. Worse than the people who just showed up to drama class because it was an easy A, but they still had to like participate in the improv. Like literally worse than them. I have never seen a worse improver than Dennis. Like literally he just stands there with his feet spread apart bent in slightly and he's just like yeah like i've well, never fucking seen anything worse than that anyway so <laughs> have, have, you, have you noticed every time the like his his go-to reaction to everyone is he just repeats what they say like the majority of the words that come out of his mouth on the podcast are just repeating things that steven said and not in Lily. a different way. It's like Stephen will say something and then he'll almost, he repeats it so quickly as Stephen, I would be caught off guard because it, it feels so unnatural. Yeah. So what I'm getting to is he recently brought up that English is not his first language. Okay. And English apparently, is my second language too. I'm what do you, what do you excuse to find again, Dennis? Some explanation. <laughs> In particular, the repeating thing, it bugs the fuck out of me and yeah. I think I just the more I noticed it the more it was like what do you do what why do you do that and the only thing that I can surmise is that maybe since English is his second language nope. and when when he was learning English that like repeating someone else to kind of one give you more time to like process what that means I don't know that's I'm very sweet of something. you Lily um as someone who learned Spanish before I learned English absolutely not okay that's all I got to say about that. Got it. Okay, <laughs> move on. Dennis is so bad at improving, but you know what? Let's keep it on the roast. We got so we got lots to say. Let's keep it uh, here. Uh. Okay, so there's like five people on stage. Really awkward, this um, Ernesto guy, the one wearing a vest. They start like um, insulting each other, obviously, because that's that's the whole spirit of the roast. But his roast gets very interesting very quick. Wait, before, before oh, you start, yeah, go. not to tangent again, but I'm just now noticing, what is with the lighting? It's as if they should all be like five feet higher. Like their feet are all dark. What's going on? Lily, I don't know how to say this. Just tilt the lights that's, further down. That's the least of our concerns on this, on this that's, evening. That's a very good point. Press play. <laughs> Prepare yourself. All right, everybody buckle, buckle your knees. Here we go. Pansexual. I don't have any jokes for him. I mean... He is a nice guy. He does have a small bulge. It's okay. Uh, you can get over that. Just be more likable. You know what I mean? All of that was inaccurate because I'm not a nice guy and I don't have a small dick because obviously you saw it from, from here, bro. Look at this. My dick's bigger than your ass. I'll tell you that much. Can you turn around and let the people I am not going to give you no pussy. Like, I am, Please turn I am around. not giving you Please no turn pussy. Around, let the people see this you want them to see my Hank Hill booty? Is that what you want? Yeah. He's been fantasizing about me. You could just download Grinder for this. You don't even have to hit on me on stage. I will give it this. Your titties are bigger than my cock. I'll tell you that. Why are you bringing up your dick? so much. When I heard that, I was just like, sir. But my favorite part is let's let's take severe notice. Severe notice. Severe notice warning of Deaf Noodle's stance on stage. First of all, because why is he there? You don't need to be there all the time. Get off the stage while they're roasting each other. That's what I texted Lily. I'm like, is he the referee? What is happening right now? Like, I literally you don't need don't to understand. be there. And if you're gonna have someone in the middle of this horrendous roast, have it be someone who can 
contribute at least a light amount of comedy to this excruciating cringe. I'm telling you, his knees no, are like a, a no, newborn no, no, baby no. giraffe, and he literally has no idea what to say. Like, why are you here? I, no, the problem though is he's the host, the judge, but then he's also in it as one of the Lily, roasters. Lily, I've told you many times, you're, it's amazing. You bring so much logical perspective to this podcast, but you need to take that out of this. There is no logic here. There's no rhyme or reason. It just is what it is. It's the deaf noodles roast. So Lily, are you ready for the introduction of Miranda? Let's just uh, do it. Yeah, actually, because honestly, I don't think I, I've seen it. I've only seen clips of it because I didn't, I couldn't watch the whole thing at once. Miranda is quite the character and she plays a big role in this. So let's just, let's just introduce her. Damn, I'm so stupid. I didn't even realize that. It's two people. Uh, the last two right here. Come on, come on up. Elliot and Miranda. Right. Here we go. So, all right. You know, you know the deal. Whose heads, whose tails? Uh, de deaf noodles look like Whack Harlow. <laughs> Deaf noodles look like a little sticky. All she does is scream and go like this. <laughs> like that. Like literally. Okay. In her defense, I no. watched the podcast. I will not where accept any Miranda on. defense. <laughs> I watched the podcast she was on and it was like there no. definitely was still some like <gasps> but <laughs> she no. was not as shrill. We she already know that Lily's yelling. been through some voice bullying. And we understand not everybody's voice is for everyone. But let me tell you something. This is not even a <laughs> voice thing. This is not like, a, oh, I don't like listening to your voice. This is this a is why, why are you thing. screaming? After every joke, she just like gasps for air. And it is but, so uncomfortable. But anyway. Also question though, why is, why is she roasting? Like why has she now said three things about Dev Noodles? When she, isn't she roasting the other guy? I'm sorry, do you think there's any rhyme or reason to Miranda? Have you not seen the roast? This guy, Elliot, that roasts against her actually makes fun of how she screams. And that's the part that I had mentioned earlier that I thought was funny. Okay, ready Elliot? Yep. All right, go. Boy, girl, fuck boy, pussy. Elliot's, uh, Elliot looks like his middle name is Rainbow. I don't know what's drier, your laugh, your scream, or the girl's pussies you eat. It's a shame you have such a pointy nose, you'd be so good at eating pussy. Um. <laughs> I, it's funny, she actually got quiet around that response. <laughs> I know, right, bitch? I know, right, bitch? I fucking go! <laughs> but then she forgot. <sighs> I feel like I'm like, I go into fight or flight mode. I'm like, wow, goldfish memory on that one. Why do his legs just get further apart every fucking roast? It's like he's trying well, to be the same yeah. height Brando as looks her. looks like the girl at public school who tries to act hard and then goes home to a mansion. <laughs> I grew up in the country, bitch. Okay. Deaf Noodles does the same thing when he, I would say tells jokes, but... I'm going to say what when he, he says something he thinks is funny. Right. He follows it up with kind of like a a giggle and a frantic look around for like someone else laughing too. I and it's like, no, no one, no one's it, laughing. You know what that reminded me of is my cousin won't say any names, but one of my cousins, every time he would tell a joke, he'll be like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Elliot has uh, abs. And one time he let me touch them and I have little boy hands. So we both came. Huh? Um, this is how Miranda eats pussy. She just goes, ah! I thought that was kind of funny. I, do, I, I thought that was I, kind of funny. Anyway, that's the introduction of Miranda. Let's just keep going. But that was like I when Miranda like came all, Why scene. are they all just like sex jokes? I know. this. I'm not more sure Miranda what this cringe. is. Is this more Miranda cringe? Let's see. Um. 
<laughs> I think she just stereotyped me in the back. And uh, me, what the fuck? Hey. hey, yo, you look like Rebecca Black's ugly twin sister. Yeah. <laughs> she have asthma, you think? I don't know, but um, on the podcast, um, they talk about how that one got some big laughs. We just couldn't hear. Guys, this is my favorite moment of the roast. And I know there's many to pick from, but this is it. When I saw Adam McIntyre's video, I'm not joking. I was crying. So it appears that, you know, like when someone goes through something, then they have like this big moment where they're like on tour, like Beyonce, right? Since we compare Death Noodles to Beyonce, we'll get into that. But you'll have like a video playing in the background of like all your all the people who told you you couldn't do it or like moments where you're like overcoming I feel like or something. Taylor Swift did this during like reputation era. Totally. Yes, that's a much better example. So like you'll just have all these videos playing and it makes the moment where you come out so empowering. And a lot of artists use that as just to, you know, as just a means to have that moment. Now, Def Noodles saw Taylor Swift and said, you know what? Same. And so he made a compilation of all the drama channels i was very sad to see that we didn't make the cut but deaf noodles made a compilation of all the drama channels that have been like deaf noodles isn't funny you know the rich lux the adam mcintyres he was like i'm gonna put this together and then when i pop out on stage i'm gonna go off and then that will be my redemption moment what i find the best about this is that i bet you he spent more time editing that and laughing at it and showing people how sick it was and how it was going to be this awesome moment than he did actually prepping for this production that was going on. Just feels like maybe your time could have been better spent, you know, making sure the two other cameras work that you claim you have. Yeah. <laughs> when it came down to the time where I'm assuming this wasn't the time Def Noodles wanted to go out considering there were several um, comedians on stage. You know what I think happened here? And I want to, you know what, I want to show you the moment first and then I'll let you know what I think happened. Uh, I haven't won yet, but it feels pretty good. Projector <laughs> slowly rolling down. Seriously. It's like it's haunted. They're in the middle. Shut up, Miranda. They're in, Jesus Christ. They're in the middle of a quote unquote set and the projector just slowly starts falling. Stay tuned. More, more to come. Give it to me. I'll take it. Shit, give me some gas money or something. I don't know, something. You can see here, Stephen like, slowly what? starts, yeah, Stephen slowly starts being like, hmm, projector's lowering. That's odd. And even the other guy starts to like, kind of look at it and like they're resituating because they're like, what's about to happen? Yeah, they're a bit confused. Here we go. Oh, okay, shit, we got the slideshow. So, uh, yeah, so I'm about to teach y'all some shit, okay? So they try to make it part of the joke. They try to be like, haha. That was the most genuine, like, chuckle I've given for any of this Literally. and he just, he just made a teacher joke. Yeah. yeah. So I'm about to teach y'all some shit, okay? We gonna open Honestly, up a BBL office. Probably one of the funniest moments of the night. Yeah, we gonna do BBLs. I know a nigga that do it. Everybody get a BBL. Who, niggas with hoochie daddy shorts get BBLs. Grandmas. Can we do pet BBLs? Death Noodles is a You are not a comedian. You won't. And not only does this interrupt them, but it's as loud as Miranda's voice. Okay, so <laughs> this is Adam McIntyre's voice. What I assume is that Dennis was trying to make sure that it was going to work for when he had to come out like 15 minutes after this. And he didn't know it was hooked up to the projector. Exactly. And so he started playing this during 
the other comedian's sets. And he it's thinks so... he's just watching it on his computer. But like, listen to the comedian's voice versus how fucking loud he put this music. The, the audio levels are so out of control and it is so funny. But it doesn't just play once. Here we go. Death Noodles is a bully. You're not a comedian. You will never be. Death Noodles is a bully. You're not a comedian. You will never be. Steph says they're comedians. So then he replied, go educate yourself. Death Noodles is a bully. You are not a comedian. You will never be. Steph says they're comedians. So then he replied, go educate yourself at the end of an arrow of a loaded shotgun. When you talk like that so freely or even joke about this, I just so here's what I don't get. It's like I'm literally suggested, up. hypothesized. Maybe he had headphones on, I guess. But like, how did he not hear that? Like, it's so loud. How did he not hear it? That's not a real wall separate. Like, that's literally like a set wall. It just keeps playing on a loop. <laughs> it's so loud that all you hear from the comedians is like, what's going on? And like, it's so, oh my, does but it keep playing? that's my point. Like, it, it, it's so loud. How does he not hear it if this is an accident? I mean, it's clearly an accident, but... I'm like, he still hasn't apologized. He's like, oh, it was a joke. So we even make... They all just stand to the side and watch this on the tiny screen. <laughs> They're like, all right, this is what we're doing. Also, did you know that um, one of the guys, I think it was the last one that Miranda roasted, said that he didn't even know that Deaf Noodles was a YouTuber until 20 minutes into the show? Jesus Christ. That, like, nobody knew anything. And it's so clear in this moment that they have no idea what's going on. Like, this, this, like, this, that, 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 this, this, that, this, that, that's Dennis poking his head through the window underneath the projector. Yeah, You're I fucking so. lying. Is that him? I would, I would be able to see better if we had a close-up, but, you know, we don't, so... But you want to know what Dennis... It's not funny. It's just not funny. Yo, that nigga weird. Not them starting to roast the screen and the people on it. Also, I will... I know we'll circle back on it later, but I know that that screen was displaying the Twitch chat. Did they ever reference it? Like, they weren't reading comments. No, 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 no never. No one can see it. No. It's, it's mm -mm. not that big. Nope. Got it. Okay, just want to plant that seed now. We'll revisit. It's the most hated man on the internet. Making grown men cry since... Who is that? Are they just making noise? Do you think Miranda has asthma? I'm not even joking. I'm serious. It doesn't sound normal. You concerned? I, I am. Between her breathing and then them just saying, like. It's awful. Okay, so Sorry. that that projector early situation, that whole display was on a loop is so epic. And like, that's why in Adam's video, I was in tears because I didn't even see this part of the roast until I saw Adam's video. And I was like, that is literally the most perfect thing that could have ever happened. Ever. And it also might, might, it might make sense that it happened when you take into account that Dennis, by the way, was running this entire thing by himself. So he was hosting the show, judging the show, participating in the show, and then also running tech and doing all of this stuff all right. at the same time. Because that makes a lot of sense to what not could... have people plan to come in and help you. What could go wrong? So then Dennis is like, oopsie poopsie, I shouldn't have shown that so early, but now is my moment. But it tends to lessen the impact when you've already played it on loop so many times. But you know, we've got to give him his moment, his Taylor Swift reputation era moment. So here we go. Hey, hey, hey. 
I still can't like. I love how when the moment the when showing. the moment comes to finally show it correctly, it's just paused. You can't play. <laughs> just press the button that you pressed forty five times before to put it on a loop, please. Space bar, come on. Death noodles. Here we go. Is a book. Oh. You are not a comedian. You will never. Be. Steph says they're comedian. To that he replied, go educate yourself at the end of a barrel of a loaded shotgun. When you talk like that so freely, or even joke about this, some people are incredibly fragile. In Devnudo's apology video, I'm literally yelling at the camera because he did not apologize. I'm like, he still hasn't apologized. He's like, oh, it was a joke. So we need to make this post like this, Dennis Mendoza. I don't know. I, I don't really, I don't know. You're just bully at this point. But you want to know what Dennis? It's not funny. It's just not funny. The facts that I know. he uses I know. this clip again. I know. Literally. And then jokes about it immediately after. Like you it's fucking. It's the most hated crit. man on the internet, making grown men cry since March 10, 1985. America's bad boy, damn. What the fuck? It's that cut. What did he cut out? Wait. That just cut in the actual live stream. What the fuck did he cut out? <laughs> His whole like entrance thing he cut out. That's so weird. It is and also it just shows so much of his fucking lack of character that he included the Papa Gut thing. And the part where he's crying where he now knows where it's from. He now knows all the lore. He knows fucking everything. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna put that in. And America's bad boy? What the, what the fuck is that? Like, ew. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first time Dennis steps out to act actually deliver his own comedy. Quote unquote, yes. but yeah. Which he has for weeks now been being like, you guys, this is what I do. I am a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. I am an improv. Mm -hmm. Like he is a prolific content creator, you guys. Yeah, he's, he's a prolific comedian. Most recently, he's even said that he's a creative and this is his creative vision. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> this so, is the vision? All of this tension, if you will, that's been built up all these weeks. You would think he's gonna come out and just fucking kill it. Yeah. At the bare minimum, say one joke that's funny. Yeah, and, and you know, comedy is apparently subjective, but he definitely killed it. He killed it, he murdered it, he stomped on it, he made sure it was dead. Here we go. Oh, and before we put this on really quick, uh -huh. um, uh -huh. he's obviously battling the amazing Miranda. So you can expect wonderful things to come. Which also, again, I haven't watched the whole thing. I couldn't bring myself to, but was she really the best out of all of them? Like, just, how did she get to the end? What is this bracket? Was it a tournament style thing? I don't even I know. I don't know. That also Dennis didn't have to participate in until the end and then he can't win, so. Play. What? Cat got your tongue? No, you Pussy just- Pussy got your tongue? Nah. You look like you woke up in a dumpster. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Wait, that was supposed to be a dish? Yeah, okay, I'm waiting for something. If you don't Tony shut Lopez. the fuck- <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm looking at your teeth because I just can't. It reminds me, you ever see that movie Ed? With a horse? With the big teeth? I don't have that big a teeth. I mean, you're just like fishing for something now. 
You look really? like emo shaggy. Emo shaggy. You look like, like an emo shaggy. So emo shaggy. Like she barely even finishes saying shaggy before he repeats it. It's like to give him, you know how rappers will be like, they'll like make noise to like kind of just get in the rhythm, like kill time to then come up with a freestyle. Yeah. It's, it's like he's trying to kill time, but you know when you look at, like if you're out in public and someone is staring at you and you look over and you make eye contact and they normally, look away. Dennis doesn't look away. Like that's the vibe he gives me for everything. Yeah. I, I don't understand how you have holes on your knees, on your pants, because you don't go down, right? Sir, have you been consulting with boomers? Holes in her jeans? That is such a boomer joke. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh my God, every time I go home. Do you know my dad? <laughs> but also he's like trying to make it like a sexual joke because literally every single thing in this. No, that's my favorite thing. Like, oh, Pussy you're. cock. <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite thing is, oh, so you're gay. So you don't go down. He arguably goes down way more than you do, my friend. <laughs> Again, that's Apparently noodles. Because uh, he's never heard a girl with a wet pussy. Okay. <laughs> Say that one again. You're like my cousin if you were a girl. Bitch, what? <laughs> when he said this, I literally sat in my apartment by myself and was like looking around. I was like, am I dreaming? How is this real? Can we like, skip forward to really? Well, we gotta Detroit? get to the, yeah, wait, no, no. We gotta... This is why everyone is still talking about it and like is commenting on it so much because you're like, huh? That was a joke? Let's get to the other joke so that we can skip forward to him addressing these jokes because when I heard you're like my cousin, please, was a girl. I literally was just there like, what? You know, in like, those movies when they have like the whiteboards with all the thread and trying to figure out like who's the killer and stuff. I was like, I need that to figure out what the fuck you just meant by that. Like what? I don't even like, and that's, can he explain it? Like I just. No, when he tries to explain it, we'll get into it. But like, he doesn't explain it because there is nothing to explain. He just started saying words. Thank you. I bet you cried when you got those tattoos. I did. I did. Are you from Detroit? Take a guess. No. <laughs> I'm so confused. Are you that, from Detroit? That's the only emotion no. that I feel. So here he is addressing these jokes because what the fuck? Because oh. <laughs> they can't see your shirt and they're like, and they're like, uh, you from Detroit? That became like a whole meme. Yeah. And then there's uh, one where I asked <laughs> you. What up? No. Yeah. <laughs> and then they asked uh, where I say you look like my cousin if you were a boy. <laughs> and he, he, they're like, uh, who the fuck knows your cousin? So that's another one. Yeah. I mean, after a while, it was like we're just throwing anything out at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, also, I mean, you get some gems in there. Yeah. You get some gems in there. Yeah. And I thought of some good ones after for you. And I was like, yeah. fucking A, man. Well, <laughs> so I told Steven before the show that I couldn't win. It'd be corny as fuck if I threw a roast battle and I won. He doesn't explain the jokes. He's just like, well, I couldn't win. And then Miranda's just like, well, we were just throwing shit out. What? He said, well, no, he, he says this several times though. It's like anytime when it's like gets into the territory of were Dennis's jokes bad or did he totally bomb, which he says on stage. He's literally like, I'm totally bombing right now. Maybe not something you volunteered to the audience you're trying to entertain. Every single time he defends it with like, well, I couldn't win anyway. As if he had to purposely be bad because he needed Miranda to win. And he was also though the judge. So it would be corny if he won because he yeah. would be telling everyone that he thinks he's the funniest, well, which is clear that he does 
think that. Now that we've covered the roast, I'm sorry, guys. I know this has taken quite a while, but we're going to get into Def's defense of the roast because he has a lot to say about how amazing the roast went. So somebody said, I think the publicity around it makes it a success. Uh, people are talking about it so much. So here's the thing, too. What a lot of people aren't realizing, this is the opening. This is the first show we've ever done in this comedy club. How many comedy clubs have ever had an opening like this? I can't name any. I don't know. I can't name any either. No. There pause, isn't a single pause, one. Pause. What do you mean? No. No comedy clubs have had an opening like this because it was terrible and they actually get comedians to perform and they plan it. That's where I feel like am I, I'm just wasting my breath because if they genuinely feel like they did something revolutionary with the cringe and, and here's the thing. I have to say this right now because he gets a lot into the topic of like, well, we had so many impressions. You know, there were so many people talking about the roast. There were so many people saying it was so cringe, but they were still talking about it. Well, I have to break something to you, Dennis. Right now, sure, that's probably converting into money somehow for you. But if you look at the trend of people, we'll just say that have behaved like you've behaved on the past, in the past, on the internet, look at them now. Like, I, I have to say that because it's the truth. Sure, negative attention gets attention in the moment. After the fact, when you're done being negative or you're done engaging in this kind of whatever the fuck this is, you will be forgotten. People won't watch your channel. People don't want to engage with your stupidity. That is the reality of the internet. Negative attention gets attention in the moment. It is not long lasting. You're not going to build a career off of this. People stay tuned because it was like, this is so bad that it's funny, but that doesn't last. And I think he doesn't well, understand that that's the reason he gets so mad at everyone like everyone that leaves him criticism is a hater and like they're just trolling him and stuff and it's like no it's these people that saw you work really really hard like the thing that he is known for is how dedicated and consistent he was that's how he built his following when he was covering news not being a comedian he says he's in the middle of a pivot it's quite the pivot, Dennis. Also, I would reevaluate, which is what all of these trolls keep telling him. And he takes it as like, they don't want me to grow and evolve and change. And it's like, no, it's these people that saw you through really hard work, build up this huge platform, and now we're watching you literally just piss it all away for seemingly no reason. Yeah, well, it's so sad to see someone be their own downfall. And I think a lot of people, like he thinks that we're trolls or that we're people just trying to make money off his name or whatever. But genuinely what it is is like, no, Dennis, I was actually someone who watched you and still watches you every day. And it's been such a sad decline. And it's not because you're trying new things because look at us right here. We're trying new things. We're doing something new here. But what you're doing is so confusing. It's not just confusing, it's not entertaining. Although I have to say, the roast is entertaining in a horrible way, like it's so bad that it's funny, so I'll give him that, sure. But like his podcast and his show where he's going to the, what is it, the Collecticon and like walking around, it's like, okay, you're where trying to just things. like says Ninja Turtles 80 times. Yeah, it's like, okay, I get it. You're trying something new. It's not really working with your following. The fact that he labels this all as like, well, fuck you guys, I'm getting, you know, publicity anyways. I have really bad news for you, Dennis, and that's that this is, completely not gonna last and like okay sure that's not everything but it is your livelihood he has this space now that he has to pay for oh and that from what we saw was like over nine thousand square feet or something insane like that like that's he's paying a lot of money. expensive yeah yeah so yeah let's just go to the next point but that's just fucking ridiculous <clears throat> oh this one was a good one here we go oh he shot himself in the foot with this one when was the show steven friday friday 8 yeah. p.m yeah friday, friday 8 p.m, 8 p.m. Pacific, right? What do you have? The majority, ninety-nine percent of the people who are reacting to my stream. What are they doing on a Friday 
8 p.m. Pacific or 11 p.m. Eastern, which is where a lot of them live. They're right. on a live stream watching us. Right. We're here. They're not on a date. They're not on a date. They're, They're not, not hanging out with, out with friends. Loved ones. They're not, not hanging out with their out loved with ones. Friends. They're on a stream. They're on a stream. Hate watching us. So that just goes and to show who is is one thing to be on a on a stream to enjoy it. Yeah. But to have this collaborative effort for everyone who else is behind the screen to actually engage in the oh, yeah. hating. But I don't, I don't even give a shit about I don't even give a shit about that. I don't give a you shit. You ain't got no life. Yeah, no life. I mean, but I don't I don't really give a shit about like engaging in the hate. But that's just that just goes to show exactly who the type of people are who are giving me the criticism or who are pause, most pause obsessed it, pause about it, this whole it. situation. I was losing it during this. Also, Dennis has just turned this podcast into like his whining hour. Right, but actually, yeah. it's like three hours at a time usually. Yeah. The fact that they go down this road right now and are basically saying, yeah, anyone watching this on the live stream is a pathetic loser that has no life and sits at home alone. But then Steven tries to kind of backtrack and he's like, well, but not the people that were watching it for enjoyment. Just That's the people okay. hating. Just the people So hating. apparently there's, there's a clear differentiation yeah. between um, the people that watched it for enjoyment and the right. people that didn't. If, if and, you're um, if you're sitting there at home on a Friday night, not on a date, not out uh -huh. with your friends, not with your loved ones, and you're watching Deaf Noodles because you like him, you're cool. <laughs> if you're there to hate, fucking loser, don't you have anything better to do with your life? Like, it's literally... And the fact that Dennis doesn't even catch on to Steven kind of trying to, like, set them up for, wait, like, wait, wait, okay, wait, well, wait, we wait, can... Wait. You're surprised Dennis doesn't catch on to something? The guy is completely unaware of his surroundings. <laughs> the fact that Dennis doesn't realize that Steven's kind of trying to backtrack to save them. And he's, he's yeah. just like, yeah, they have no yeah. lives. No Steven's lives. like, it's one thing to hate. It's like, no, the people sitting at home not liking the roast and the people liking the roast are both the only reason you're even fucking relevant for a second in this Literally. world. Literally. I'm like, I thought you liked all the impressions. Ridiculous. And okay. also, I oh. wasn't aware that it was required to be like out on a date on Friday nights at... Uh, all like that is the most what yeah. and also not everyone was watching it alone for example jesse and i maybe weren't watching it in the same place but we were it was a community experience for us yeah, as we and were i watched it when i was in bed on vacation with my family on the beach like it's like i was doing something but i still had time to watch your dumbass roast i feel like he acts like people were having like solo like viewing parties and they canceled all their big plans to just hate him it's like no they were home and they watched oh. it and then they couldn't look away because it was so terrible literally and he said you had one chance to prove that you're funny and you botched it well that's you know why <laughs> the fuck are you here yeah yeah let and, me uh, and let me keep botching it you know how yeah, many let me, times yeah, let me keep let, let's i'm gonna keep, keep botching it yeah, i'm gonna keep good. bombing and botching it someone said uh i hope you see this i think y'all killed it is no cap all things considered the one oh no all things considered the ones booing and judging are the ones doing so from from their couches while y'all are out here yeah. creating. exactly Grown. okay number one Steven and all the people that surround him are, I think I texted you this, Lily. I'm like 90% responsible for why he's such a fucking dickbag. Like, I think you said 80%, but yes. I hate the quote. And I used to actually like it, but now I fucking hate it. The one that's like the one in the arena and the people standing around the arena are like the ones who judge. And the whole premise of it is like the person standing on stage is the one actually putting themselves out there. And everyone else that's like watching is just a coward. That's like the premise of that quote. And I used to actually like that quote as someone who I would consider I put myself out there. We both put ourselves out there on a public platform. Now I fucking hate it. And I'm just like, sir, you put things out there. 
for public I, consumption. You claim to like it. You claim to say that it was a success because people have something to say about it. And then in the same breath say, well, you guys are a bunch of fucking losers. Pick a side. The internet newsflash to Steven, who acts like it's this like bubble of just drama fueled haters, I guess. I'm like, Dude, you know everyone has access, like everyone's on the internet all the time. Like someone could have been out somewhere and like caught a clip of the well, live stream. Like, and, and I have to make it very clear. Like when we watch Duff's videos and we'll even text about it. That little second that we text about it is about it for my day. Like then I continue on with my day and continue to live and be with my kids and live my life. Like Dennis, I promise you, you're not a part of my everyday life. Like for a long period of time. Honestly, I'm a creative. You're you're witnessing my creative vision, and that's what it is. I uh, uh, I can't really hold your hand and walk you through every single phase. I mean, if you're the kind of person who buys a Kendrick Lamar album or a Beyonce album, and you like complain that the arrangements aren't the way that you want, then I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you know. And you think you got access to Kendrick Lamar or Beyonce and let them know? Yeah. What you think? Go go shoot them a DM. See if they answer. All right. Yeah. I've been a fan for you for years. I've listened I to all your believe, stuff. I can't believe you made this song in the key of E. E minor. How dare you make this in E minor? Must be so funny okay. to just watch Dennis go off the cuff like that at the office. What were I, you going to say? Like, genuinely, he says that as if he's supposed to get this, like, belly laugh reaction. I'm like, that that's... But what is funny about this, which honestly, Dennis would probably know if he had been reporting the news like he normally does. But, you know, he's been a little distracted lately and he probably, I'm gonna assume, missed that Beyonce literally just changed one of the lyrics to one of her songs because of public backlash. Her and Lizzo both just did that for the same word, I'm assuming, right? It was- Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And um, yeah, they changed it because people got upset. They said, hey, this word is a derogatory term. and we don't like it and Beyonce and Lizzo both said okay and they changed it on their literal fucking songs so Dennis the public does have access to Beyonce and artists in general if they want to stay successful have to listen to the public I just like this was the worst example you could possibly have made Dennis has too many people around him that are just telling him like you know you don't have to listen to these people and and he really just would benefit a lot from listening just as some just a smidgen of criticism they bucket everything in with like any criticism at all is mm -hmm. just trolls and haters. Don't listen to them because they aren't looking out for your best interests. Honestly, I would say the majority of the comments I've seen are looking out for your best interests because if you keep this up, as Jesse said, this might let you ride for a little bit off this attention. This isn't sustainable. People aren't gonna be watching you rant for three hours forever. Not like, to mention that like, how dare you put yourself in that plane of Beyonce oh, and Kendrick? Don't like even get me started. When in one of them did they say that <laughs> Both of them, with no irony at all, suggested that Dave Chappelle and Tiffany Haddish would definitely probably want to perform there once they catch wind of what's going on. The amount of times that both Dennis and his friends reference that like, this is an amazing thing in the comedy scene, like anybody in the LA comedy scene would like to do this and anybody, okay. Fun fact about me, one thing that I used to love to do besides go to IPIC theaters and get drunk with my friends while watching movies, I used to love to go to comedy shows. I used to go to Laugh Factory. I used to go to the improv. And it was one of my favorite things to do. That can't be because anyone that critiques them has never seen a comedy show before. And that is right. the problem here. Yeah, yeah. We just don't know what the fuck we're talking about. No. Funny enough, I've, been, I've seen a lot of comics. How many languages do I need to tell Dennis that he and his friends are not funny in for him to understand? 
understand. If you have you to sit Portuguese? on several fucking podcasts and sit and just be like, well, you don't understand. It's this and that. And let me jump to like when they're explaining how many years they have of experience. One second. Okay. I've been doing it for stand up for six, seven years and uh, comedy in general. I did improv for four years before that. I've been producing content for, I mean, my whole life. I started making videos when I was fucking five years old. That's when I shot my first short. Yes, I also <gasps> shot I things cannot. with my little Barbie digital camera. Does that make me a content creator when I was five? His first short? Are you kidding? It's so sad at this point. It's like everybody's standing here. Everyone's being like, Dennis, we're not laughing. Like when you get on stage, okay, being cringe can be funny in its own right, right? Like we're laughing at him. But when we're talking about he genuinely thinks that he has any experience and being like, well, I did stand up shows. Okay, you stood in a room and said words. That doesn't mean you did stand up. From what we've seen, they weren't even his words. They were Lizzo lyrics. Oh. <laughs> That's the thing is like, you can do things. There's people who sing for many years. We've said this already. There's people who do things for a long period of time and for some reason they don't get good at it. And I honestly believe that stand-up comedy and many other things that have to relate to art in any fashion are things that you have to be born with. You have to be born with that quickness. Sure, you can be taught certain techniques of improv and like, okay, this is what you do in this scenario. But like that thing that is charismatic and resonates with an audience is given to you at birth. And Dennis, I'm sorry, but your package never arrived. You just didn't get it. You don't have that thing. You have the cringe that makes it interesting enough to watch because it's so bad, but you don't have that thing and that's okay. But the fact that you sit here and you're like, I have that thing and it's like, but you don't. What kills me though, like all of them seem to think that comedy exists like in this vacuum that no one else understands. Like if you have not been to a comedy club and you, you have not <laughs> seen a show live, or if you are not a comic yourself, you don't get it. You have absolutely no idea. You, you watching that, it would be like watching something in another language. I shouldn't have to watch a three hour dissertation to understand why you said you look like your cousin, but a girl. That's what I wonder is like, does he realize how bad it bombed? Or does he really think it was good and people are just being like really harsh? Because well, that actually brings us to the point of him addressing the fact that it was so bad, but that means it was so good. How did you feel getting roasted? I've done roast battles before. I've had like awful shit said about me in New York. <laughs> like I'm used to it. The whole point was like, I was trying to reverse the hate. Like if, if a YouTuber actually showed out, showed up like I I'd have stuff oh, pre-written. Oh, yes. But that brings up the point that he admits that this basically wasn't what he planned. Like he thought that he was gonna post that first video and be like, come to the roast battles, bitch. And like, he was like all hard and he was gonna get all these YouTubers to come and they didn't. He didn't think that. He thought that he was gonna have an ace fest on his hands where a bunch of people thought it was gonna be so bad or whatever the fuck they thought that they were gonna show up and wanna document it. But what he didn't account for was that nobody gives that much of a fuck. At least Ace Fest, people wanted to be on the scene because it was relevant enough to do so. But like, Dennis, nobody's gonna show up to your roast. I joked about having Lily go. But like, seriously, <laughs> it's just, it's not gonna happen. There even was a girl that I saw in one of the chats on his, one of his podcasts that um, people are saying that some girl did show up 
and wanted to, but they wouldn't let her in because she didn't have a ticket. Dennis, you can't in the same podcast say we're amazing comedians. We have all this experience, but then simultaneously say, well, but what we meant for it to be bad. Like I wanted it to be cringe. But that's exactly what he does because he also starts off the podcast by saying that, no, this wasn't like a lack of planning for the roast and why it was such a kind of disaster. Basically, there are roasts like this. Like not everyone does it where they're prepping and reading off their phone and then he keeps referencing even when he goes like roasts where the comedians ahead of time are prepping their jokes and then they're just on stage like reading off their phone i'm like dennis find me one example of that happening because you mean the gmo a- comedy oh Hold is on. that where that comes up please hold. everybody's <laughs> idea of what stand-up should be is usually like comedy specials right yeah they favorite like, comic exactly so right. they'll look at Bill you Barr, like richard Pryor? exactly they'll look at those guys and those guys whenever they put together the specials like Bill Burr, he talked about this on Rogan, right? His last Ooh, special he, he shot in England. To say. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully I do. Yeah. But the last special he shot in England, he shot it three or four nights back to back, wore the same shirt, held the mic the exact same way. They recut the whole thing to make it look a certain way. That's like you said, a highly processed product that he's offering. That's that, that even- GMO comedy. Not, exactly. Not, not- <sighs> okay, there's a difference between a special right a netflix special hbo special where a comic shoots it three nights in a row wearing the same shirt trying to get the perfect shot trying to get the perfect audience reaction there are even the ones that you get like on you know you're just listening on spotify they will get multiple audiences laugh tracks and put them all together to sound like every fucking joke landed everyone knows that dennis Everyone knows that. It's funny because he has also brought up several times that because there wasn't a good audience, Mike, that you didn't hear them laughing at a lot of Which the could so be true. Their reaction. I was like, that could be true. But I also think I could add realistic laugh tracks to all of the jokes said in the show and it wouldn't make them any funnier. Well, and it's not just that. It's like, okay, there's the audience there. That's one thing. And then the majority of the audience, due to the fact that it was 20 people in the crowd, the losers is at home. At home. Yeah, the, the losers. losers on their couch, the majority Uh of your audience is not there. And we all were reacting like there was crickets. And so what I have to say is like, as someone who has consumed a lot of comedy shows, I feel like I'm trying to dish out my accolades here like he is. But like, seriously, like you're acting like none of us fucking know comedy or have consumed comedy on an amateur and professional level. I, I, I've been a million times to comedy shows in LA and he loves to talk about the LA comedy scene. I've been there. I've met comedians. I've had friends that are famous comedians. Dennis, you're just not funny. There is just like zero, like it's so sad that I have to be here and just be like everything considered that you're saying. The fact that specials are more tailored. The fact that the audience reaction is like nitpicked on specials. None of it matters. None of it matters. You're not, none of it was funny. And you're like saying, oh, but the 10 people that were there, they had a really good time. Oh my God. If he said one more time, he goes, there were even people that tweeted. Dennis, the people that went to this comedy show, the people that bought tickets, the ones that drove from San Diego, do you think they were really driving there for comedy? They were driving there because they like you. Well, and that's parasocial. You want to talk about parasocial relationships. I have something to break to you, Dennis. As someone who's done many meet and greets, I've done even shows. I've put on small shows in Miami where I sang at like small venues. You know, they were fuller than yours, but nobody's fucking comparing, okay? I'm just saying. Whether I would have gotten on stage at those shows and sang like, or I would have sang well, it doesn't fucking matter. The people that showed up would have liked it anyway because they're just my followers and they're like, okay, whatever. So our followers have 
have opinions and, you know, they can like things and not like things that you do. But the ones that actually show up to your events, they're going to like whatever the fuck you do. So you cannot compare us at home who have no relation to anything you're doing and the people that like you enough to buy tickets to your roast and show up and drive a few hours for you. Well, and then I feel like Steven brings this up and then Den is like definitely like attaches to it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very much putting out the idea that no one understands comedy because this isn't their world. So like the people watching, they're automatically assuming that everyone watching is jobless also, apparently, I think. There's a certain audience, right, that consumes content, and I can't even compare Def Noodles to like the Eric Andres of the world, but Eric Andre, his type of performances and comedy and his shows are meant to make people uncomfortable, right? That's like the funny part of it. He does it really well. I don't particularly like it. I don't like to feel uncomfortable. I understand what he does and I can appreciate it for what it is, but it's just not for me. I don't like to see guests be uncomfortable. I don't like to see the things that he does. Dennis seems to think he's in that territory of like, you know, those people that are like, well, art is just supposed to make you feel something. It's like, exactly. but well, isn't comedy supposed to make you at least either understand it for what it is or like laugh? It shouldn't make you want to literally recede into your own body. Steven brings up a few times how like it take like a good comedian takes you on this journey where it, you build tension. You're in the palm of your head. Blah, blah. Okay. Well, you guys didn't do any of that though. So I went on no point, journey. Like I don't get <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that in the middle of his roast, like you said, he says that he bombed and he knows that he bombed. And rather than getting on and being like, okay, I, I, it fucking sucked, but next time we're going to fucking kill it. He's just like, goes in between, this is what we meant to do to then this was like amazing. That's the thing. He plays both sides of the coin. So it's like, and especially before, because this podcast starts with just Dennis. He says a few things that I feel like when Steven comes in, he kind of like spills the beans a little bit and yeah. says th things that Dennis does not appreciate, but he doesn't know how to like combat yeah, so yeah. he's just like ah, and then he the <laughs> subject. this is the thing if he didn't oversell this and over talk himself up like he is fucking the best stand-up comedian of all time and then get on stage and be like you look like my cousin but a girl the expectations versus reality you set yourself up for failure there was no way like i already had predicted this wasn't gonna go well but you really surpassed my expectations with the lack of planning because of the overconfidence in his comedy which then we didn't see any of it's mind-blowing and then that he goes and makes two podcasts for hours talk and like yes we fucking listen to them and that's embarrassing but oh my god you couldn't stop because it was like two people that you're like what are they in the same universe that we're in? Steven is the worst hype man to ever exist because he hypes him up on stuff that shouldn't be happening. Oh, I want to point out this clip because this, I feel like in part is referencing us. You'll see. If you saw a nigga in the club and he had a bad night, yeah, we making a comment over here, but we ain't about to go, oh yeah, bro. My man's over here, I don't know, doing X, Y, and Z. That's what it just wouldn't become like, all right. I don't know, but that is the internet game. People being con playing content, yeah, and you content poaching. After you supposed to be a creator, and you clout munching. That's I mean, what make it double being right. in other people's business is content. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. But but we talked 100%. about that earlier. You know what I mean? That's tabloid shit. Yeah, niggas thinking that's. I guess that's the way. That's how you do media. You know what I mean? Like clickbait yeah. just comes from the tabloid era, and it just all spills over with this shit. And it's it's just like, man, bro, you got eleven million subscribers going on, bro. You got a nice crib. You can have bitches over there. What you doing? <laughs> I, I, I watched us our video. You watched the what? I know. No, right? you did. Like, he's got, 
he's got it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out too. I can't. I'm like, does someone want to tell this man what Dennis did for a living for the last two years? <laughs> literally. Like literally, you just know he has no idea that Dennis before this comedy period literally just reported on other people and watched their hour long videos and reported on them. The more he went in, I was like, oh, weird take. And then Dennis just like, I know, right? I know. But you could tell he's like nervous. All the comedians also seem very, the comedians at least that he has on his podcast, seem very like anti-internet and like anti-Twitter as if it's this like irrelevant foreign world. And I'm like, pretty big these days the internet you know and kind of the reason you're even standing in this studio right now literally the only reason dennis can afford to rent this office for now he thinks that because he was some sort of satirical news yeah whatever the fuck he considers himself he thinks that because of that now he has the right to literally just be like anybody who does anything that resembles that is a fucking loser where's the part where he talks about how he used to work for like rappers and and celebrities and people and he would build up their social media and then they'd fire him did you ever watch this part i did not see that part oh my god literally he's like i'd get them like tens of millions of followers and then they would fire me and have like their cousin run it and i'm just sitting there like that didn't happen i'm sorry i know this is all kind of out of place but this we have to watch this because I'm just seeing the note now. Hold on. To me, it just felt natural to do this shit because I already did it naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's why it, you just, a lot of people are like, oh, you can't just call yourself a comedian and say and put it on your bio. The thing is, like, I know what the fuck. I, it feels natural to be on stage talking shit. Feels natural to be here talking shit. Feels natural yeah. to be, to talk shit on other people. It's just like what I am, you know what I mean? Essentially. So. I never got into roasting until about... <laughs> She's so high. Oh my God, she gets so high after the first hit. And I'm like, maybe smoking on podcast wasn't the best She's option. She's literally <laughs> so high. But anyway, uh, besides the point, does bow-legged fucking Dennis spread eagle on the fucking stage look natural to you or what? I feel like we even said this through text where it's like, you do reach that certain point where it's like, okay, obviously all of our you know, criticisms or anybody's criticisms, the many that are online are falling on deaf ears. Like, it's just like, that's it. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> I know, I just feel like It's not going to get through to him. He's not taking or accepting criticism. Then also, he's he's saying like, next Friday, we're having three shows. And next, blah, 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 we're doing this. And I'm just like, did you figure out the cameras? Oh my God. I Looking at my drink, it reminded me that he's going to start selling concessions. Like I can't. So he he brings up that someone was helping him work concessions at this past one. And he was like, had said to them, oh, that's the last thing I was thinking of. Well, mm, I don't know. The comedy seems like the last thing you were thinking of, which honestly he admits at one point in the podcast that he was like so overwhelmed because he was doing everything else that he like couldn't focus, which honestly, valid then why were you doing everything then he brings up that his two employees weren't there that whole week one of them was sick then the other one was sick which i assume he was talking about israel <laughs> and then he brings up one of his employees then left the roast early before it began i believe because they said that they were like scared to be there because of threats they were getting. I don't want to be a hypocrite here because I was the one to bring up. Yeah. I thought this was a dangerous scenario, but also were they getting threats? And why is he bringing that? Like, it felt like such a weird thing to bring up. Basically just trying to find any excuse for like why things went wrong. But I don't feel like 
the employee probably would have last minute been like, I don't want to be here suddenly. It seems like that maybe would have been established earlier. Also, why would you ever think that you were going to be able to do all of that at once? Well, again, it's a confidence issue. He thinks he can do far more than he can. And the thing with concessions is that as someone who, again, well, yeah, it's illegal. But as someone who attended comedy shows, one of my favorite part of doing so was drinking. Usually there's a two drink minimum in most comedy clubs because they want you to spend money. Like they get your card and until you've bought two drinks, you cannot leave. They don't have to be alcoholic. I used to bring dates there, like first dates and stuff and getting fucked up and watching comedians both bomb and be good and all everything in between was the best part of it all. When you're in an office space, there's an issue there. And that is that you don't have a liquor license. Now, let me be very clear. There's a wine and beer license that's separate and a liquor license, okay? He has neither, okay? And I know that because if he would have had them, he would have said that. And he does not have them. So when you walk in, you're just going to sit on a chair in his office, essentially. And now he's planning on selling White Claws. That is illegal. He needs a liquor license. And that is completely completely very very difficult to get because you have to be zoned for it you have to have the right bit like you you have to not be a retail space exactly you have to have a million qualifications to get a liquor license because to sell liquor in a place or even to give liquor i would argue is like that's the thing i was like i think he had liquor in this one it just wasn't white claw and i think he was probably just giving them away but that's hard also what he gave away though which he reveals himself in his podcast is that he felt so bad that the people from san diego drove all this way Why'd you feel bad? Did you think maybe they didn't get their money's worth? Because then he gave them some weed. What? Yeah, you Literally can. what? At Bonnaroo, I did meet some fans and they shared their joint with me. Full disclosure. But it was just, it was kind of a vibe thing. They looked old enough. But I I would never like meet a fan, even at a festival or whatever, and be like, here, like share my blood. Like I, you can't do that. And Weed's not a big deal. I mean, clearly Dennis and all of his friends think so because they bring it up every two fucking seconds. I'm like, well, we there, get but it. you have to remember there's that. There is a power dynamic, whether Dennis is a huge million or multi-million sub YouTuber or not. Those people went to go meet you. Don't offer them drugs. Like, just don't. And also he's like, I felt so bad. I, like gave them a nug. I'm like, handed him. I'm like, that's weird. What? That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Who's just giving away weed? That's not a thing. We have spent so long. However, we have like two more things to talk about of the roast, I swear, and that's it. So one thing that I want to mention really quick is this. Like the comedy clubs here and in New York too, as far as I know, they don't have the chat up on the screen (laughs) with people like trolling and doing shit as shit's happening, right? Right. Uh, So there's that, that aspect of live interaction, right? And I think that that's also something that adds a whole new element because yeah. people oh. like trolling and then you control the people trolling and you can just make it like a broader experience and just what's going on in the room, right? He what? is like an old person in a sales meeting trying to pitch why this is cool. You guys but- may be a little confused on what he's referencing. If you just zoom in and then <laughs> zoom in a little bit more and then put your glasses on, you'll see the, the screen to the left, stage left. Did you see that term, Dennis? Stage left of Dennis. It's just, just a tiny little twitch chat it, 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 and that is apparently amazing he brings it up several times and he's like the chat on the wall well i have to like, have you know yeah, this what, is not what the fuck about it he got banned from twitch during the show so the chat was pointless I mean, and you would think the show would be ruined then because i think that this was the biggest selling point and the reason i do want to touch on really quick the reason why he got banned from twitch is because the amazing comedian miranda you know senorita asma um she literally could not stop saying the f slur
<laughs> I mean, you can say that. You can say that all you want on YouTube. You, you can say that all you want on YouTube. It's Twitch. Now, I'm not gay. Uh, my brother's gay. And I know many gay people. Don't feel like I need to get into all the gay people I know. But I know many gay people. And I happen to know that the F slur is majority against men. The F slur is not particularly targeted towards lesbians. And although maybe it has been from certain people, from my understanding of the people that I know, they take not only major offense to the word in general, they don't like when other people who are gay even use it. It's it's a very derogatory and offensive term to a lot of the gay community, especially women who like own it like that. They think it's like the D word, you know, that's used towards lesbians. They think like, oh, it's mine to use. I find it to be such cheap comedy. And so like when she did it, it wasn't even like remotely funny that I was like, why the fuck do you just keep yelling that out? Cause you think you can, cause you're gay. Which by the way, then she says this. Me at the roast when you asked me if I wanted to make out and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. People didn't get that because you're you're gay. So I was asking. That's why I was like. I'm not 100% gay. Let's put that on the record too. I am bi. I think. I don't know. I don't know what I am and I don't really give a you're, fuck. Are you fluid? or? Yeah. I guess I just don't really care enough to put a label to it but also yeah. i am like a little bit homophobic <laughs> just because of how i grew up and i'm like yeah. i'm not that gay yeah. i'm a little snooty about it but like also god damn it someone's gonna cut that up miranda yeah i am gonna cut that miranda i am actually <laughs> gonna cut that but then the fact that dennis goes on twitter and then tries to spin the whole thing to just like deflect i guess away from the bad attention about his roast and how unfunny it was to then say people are trying to silence gay comedians and that's why he was banned because it was a gay comedian that said it on his Twitch channel. He doesn't even specify that it was a woman. He's just like, a gay comedian said this so that anybody reading well, also, wouldn't it question. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it says doesn't... it. It's against their terms of service. You can't say it. And it's in their terms of service to protect against hate speech against the LGBTQ community. So then to have him be like, they're targeting her. No one's targeting her. And anyone. then your golden girl, the one who literally is here right now, the gay comedian is like, well, I'm not even gay. And honestly, I'm kind of homophobic. And I know she's like joking and saying like, cause of my upbringing, like I have internalized homophobia. But like girl, for real though, like for real. And, and it's just, it's so like, Dennis, can anything go right? Well, and I just get so annoyed when he tries to like, spin something into like a social justice kind of thing and i'm like you don't care i mean there's so many twists and turns and everywhere you go you just land in a pile of shit it's just such a fucking shit show and honestly i can't even lie because here i am saying this is the worst thing ever loki can't wait for the next one dennis maybe well, you did it's, something it, it's coming the amount of times that they were like well but if you ask any of the people there and again we said earlier it was like it was his fans that were there yeah. and like the people he retweeted it's like they just took pictures with him why are you acting like that overrides the thousands of people that didn't like it and their opinions are irrelevant. No, I know why they say it and they say it because I guess it, it is easy. Well, yeah, it makes them feel better, but it is easier to be at home and say something than it is to like walk up to his comedy club and like say it in person, obviously. Like it's easier for us to sit here. I mean, we all saw my reaction when he unfollowed me. It's uncomfortable when you have conflict with people like in real life or like seemingly in real life. But so I, I get it. it's also funny because like that's 
that's why everyone has such a problem with him is because he's sitting at home spewing all of this cocky bullshit and then we're seeing that it's all bullshit and then he's trying to gaslight us into being like, no, but you didn't see it in person. That's why you thought it was shit. No, we thought it was shit because it was. Listen, Lily, I hear you and I agree. Can we stop talking uh, about that noodle? I'm not even joking. Have we been filming for like three hours and we still haven't even gotten into our other two topics? I know, wait, but oh my God, I just am looking over at our notes and the, the, can you just play the, basically Dennis claims that they were preparing for the show for three weeks. Then though, when he like starts to actually break down like specifics, it sounds like they didn't prepare any of it. There was absolutely no rehearsal or run through. He claims that the camera situation was just like completely a fluke and so weird. And it was like, it was working one day and now it's not working. And he was like literally naming the brands of the electronics he's using. Thing and he's like, and then I would plug the HDMI cord. I'm like, Dennis, so you don't need to explain these tech, like bare minimum though. Once you realized that only one camera was working, why was that the angle you chose? There was not one technical part of this entire night that went well. All that they needed to do to prevent it was just do like a run through. But you know what? Dennis was a little too busy making videos, ranting about all of his haters and the trolls that he didn't make the camera work for the live stream that he's been promoting for weeks. Are you kidding? I think he'll see longevity wise that this isn't going to work out for him. In the meanwhile, I'm having a lot of fun talking about his roast and like his endeavors because it's so like jarring and strange. But like, I do understand well, why you know, that fills I, up his confidence of like, everybody's talking about me. However, I can't relate because like I see one bad comment and I'll just text Lily like our life is over. Like nobody likes us. As a human being, okay, obviously I'm a sensitive person. I do take things to heart. So maybe I'm not like the best example, but like I do get very, very affected by negative feedback. We've already talked about like sympathizing with the fact that it can't be fun for him right now, like going through this. Like that's the thing. It's like, if it felt like he was trying to like get it to stop, but he's literally just pouring gasoline on the fire. That's what I'm saying. He went the complete opposite route, which a lot of people have done in the past who have basically flopped and who have been people who have not had sustainable careers on the internet because they couldn't take criticism because they couldn't let people know like there's a way to tell people like, hey, give me like a second. I'm just trying to figure this out. I get that it's not your thing right now versus like you guys don't fucking understand comedy. Like you don't get it. Well, th those are two different things and one is effective and one could have people like we would never sit and talk about someone who's like actively trying to like figure themselves out or something but he's not only like he's just doing it the complete opposite route of like fuck all of you guys and that's where the issue comes in and and he's fucking himself over he just is and then to hear him try and gaslight everyone watching to be like this whole channel has been a joke for the last two years. You guys it's just so misunderstood. I wasn't delivering serious news. You're fucking stupid if you thought that. Even more like another layer of frustration is like, Dennis, you covered me and my essay that and someone who like did something horrible in regards to my essay. You covered me. Was that a joke? Honestly, like, that weren't it's joking funny these past years. Because at one point he even kind of catches himself in like a moment of like, oh fuck, I, I don't know what to do. Because at one point he's like, anyone that thinks this was serious is fucking stupid 
Then he pivots to a few sentences later goes, well, and then I started covering like more serious, like political stuff and like, well, not, not like serious. And then kind of tries yeah, to backtrack. Serious, and I'm Dennis. Like, yeah, serious you were covering shit. news. No one thought you were CNN. No one's asking you to be. They just thought you were like a person with some morality and was like getting stories. And what me and Jesse said, even in the first thing we covered about him, I never looked to him for like the end all be all news, but no. I didn't think he was like ever purposely trying to like defame anyone or spread rumors. He was never breaking the story usually. Mm -hmm. He was sourcing it from someone else that broke the story very quickly afterwards in video format, which presented him to his entire audience that he has now that he's shitting on and says that they don't understand anything. And it's mind blowing to have him be like, uh, it was all a joke. How'd you not get that? And then to think back to him covering politics, your sexual assault, all this stuff. And I'm like, it's honestly gaslighting. And I hate that fucking term so bad it's the definition and when i finished watching his like live streams i started feeling like am i like out of pocket for the way that i feel about these roasts like he literally is making you think like if you think this about my roast like you have no fucking idea what you're talking about and if you ever took me seriously as a news source you're a fucking idiot essentially is what he's saying obviously i'm paraphrasing but like while simultaneously though he's on twitter tweeting serious things it is the never-ending cycle of like what the fuck is going on with deaf noodles but i'm done i'm sweating i'm tired my brain's I gonna cry. explode none of it makes sense and the reason we're talking about it no. is because we need to talk try and process it because we don't understand what's happening because it's so fucking weird. Literally. I, it's I, so strange. I, I think Moist Critical described this as he's like, this is unique. This yeah. is special. I couldn't agree more. This is a once in a lifetime. You know, I, I we've made fun of Deaf Noodles for saying that this was a moment in history. Well, sir. It was. It was, but not for the reasons I think you intended. Hopefully next time we do not have to dedicate an entire episode to him, but it will be the updates we originally intended. It's just the roast was so juicy. It was like, it, it was inevitable. But we yeah, have decided that this is a bonus episode. So, I mean, if you didn't like Deaf Noodles, you didn't have to watch. Well, Definitely I mean, if you didn't like Deaf Noodles, you... I assume you probably did watch. But if you don't like this topic, you're still going to get your regular Sunday episode. So we will see you on Sunday. Um, we hope you enjoyed this Deaf Noodles roast in-depth analysis from Lily Martian and Jesse Smiles. We don't really have much else to say, but um, thank you for all the support. Thank you for the positive comments about the background. Thank, thank you. Thank you again for the support because that got us our first sponsor on this video. So thank you again to Adam and Eve. I got hammered. Bro, what the fuck? I'm like drunk. What time is it? Am I Miranda? <laughs>